Hi, everybody, and welcome to the 13th Avenue Media podcast on the 13th, also a super moon happening today, and I have with me the lovely, the one, the only, Laferne Baby with herself and the baby group. That's right. And I'm going to allow her to say her tagline because she will deliver it so much better than me. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sharon. I'm glad to be here with you and the audience. I am the secret sauce for brilliant leaders. Okay? That's it. The secret sauce for brilliant leaders. Absolutely. For brilliant leaders. For brilliant leaders. Not average leaders. For brilliant leaders. Those who already know that and those who are on the journey to embracing it. Mm. I love that. Okay. So, <laughs> Laverne is, I keep moving closer to her, you know, because I love her. So, uh, Laverne and I have already talked before on previous podcasts about our union, our meeting, basically me stalking her um, <laughs> to become uh, somebody in my life that I uh, can run things by to uh, a sounding board, somebody who's going to tell me the truth, not tell me what I want to hear. And I know that that is something that we need desperately. Absolutely. And Sharon, you were that for me. I know that if I ask you a question or ask for your perspective, you are going to give it to me unfiltered unvarnished mm-hmm. and I appreciate that we all need somebody somebody's in our space to do that and I also know that if you bring something to me if you share something that it is only and always for my good yeah really like if I love you I will tell you the truth if I'm not feeling you so much I'm not probably going to even tell you anything I'm just going to say to myself you need a whole team, a white van, 24 hours, ground zero before we can even have a com- how we can have a conversation right. where we can appreciate that truth delivery because it is only for love and support. Right. There's nothing else behind it. Just I'm only saying this because I know this to be the truth. Yeah, that's that appreciation, respect, yeah. valuing somebody enough to share with them and to receive what they share with you. So I appreciate you for that. Thank you. All right, so today, we, so when I I think of the 4th of July and July in general, that word freedom has always come to mind, not just to my mind, I'm sure, since we celebrated Independence Day, but of course we celebrated it this year during a time that didn't feel for women so independent. So there was a lot of, um, again, just through these last few years, we've been, (laughs) we have been through it. Mm -hmm. And in business, we have to kind of temper how we deliver certain things, right? So there's not always so much freedom within how we speak in business. Yeah. Which, which when the camera is not on, you... That's when you really want to be here. But we have to always, um, we have to be respectful. We have to consider um, 
who we're working with. We have to consider a level of where they might be in their own lives. We have to think about our finance, right? Uh, we can't just go running our mouth about what we think all the time because, you know, we might not get paid anymore. Yeah, there's a price to pay for that. Right. So I wanted to have this conversation with Laferne because uh, when I see Laferne and when I hear Laferne speak, which we were able to speak together this last Saturday. That's right. For Dress for yeah. Success, a leadership program, which was just incredible. I, I always feel free because I know what you are teaching is the necessities that we all need to, to be true to ourselves in life and in business, but to also feel freedom um, to do what we love and not just to do, uh, I heard a great podcast say, Laferna and I love podcasts. Yes, yes, we do. I will call you randomly about a podcast. Absolutely, or send me a text. <laughs> you got to listen to And this. the last time it was just so uh, bright on right? time, yeah. Well, today I was listening to Oprah, of course, mm -hmm. on Wednesdays. She does Super Soul Sunday. Right. And she was in her, well, it was Elizabeth Gilbert was giving a talk about not um, following your passion, but following your curiosity. Mm -hmm. Because our passion evolves, right? Absolutely. And it's not always a feel good. We think about passion being something that feels good, that's always exciting, and while it may be something we are committed to the root of passion is the Latin procedure, which means suffering. Mm. And so we often disconnect what we really want to do from the fact that sometimes it just hurts getting there. Yes. So Lafer, please educate, inspire, tell our audience about what, when you think of the word freedom today, mm -hmm. July 13th, 2022, what does that look like for you? Mm. You know, I think about freedom being a choice. Mm. It is a powerful choice. And it's also relative. If, if we look at in the United States, where we have just recently, more broadly, even started talking about Juneteenth, mm -hmm. and what Juneteenth means for those of us who are of African descent, who are African Americans in this country, mm. that there is, for many of us, a powerful connection with what Juneteenth means for us. And when y'all get a chance, go check out um, Frederick Douglass's writings around July 4th and why it was not designed to be mm. encompassing for all of us who now occupy this country. But the fact that we have all of these different perspectives around freedom, that makes it relative. To me, freedom is a choice. It's a powerful choice that I own mm -hmm. that gives me a space to be who I am unapologetically, that does not diminish or minimize my importance or relevance, mm -hmm. and that at any point I have to reposition myself in a way that makes other people feel comfortable and makes me feel inauthentic, mm -hmm. then I am no longer free. I am enslaved. Mm -hmm. And that's the opposite of freedom. If I think about the spectrum of life, of joy, of peace, of love, on one end is enslavement and on the other end is freedom. Mm. And sometimes we vacillate depending on where we are in life. But for me, it's that choice that I get to make about what I do, 
who I do it with, how I engage, how I show up, how I use my life consistently. Might not look the same every single day, but it feels pretty much the same every single day. In life, in family, in relationships, and in business. So you had told this story um, about a client as of recent that had brought your organization a lot of financial freedom. Absolutely. But you made a decision to end that relationship. So can you share that with the audience? Because I, I thought it was a really powerful yeah. story. Yeah. Uh, the, the synopsis of it is we were presented with an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Our organization serves leaders. We help them lead effectively, create compelling strategies, execute with excellence, and create exceptional experiences for their customers and for their employees. Mm -hmm. That's where my heart is, mm -hmm. effective leadership. How do you serve the people who rely on you as employees and who look to you as customers? And culture is hard. Culture is challenging, but it's also intentional. Mm -hmm. What I realize is some organizations come to it by choice, wanting to reshape the culture. Some come by force. Somebody else is putting the pressure on it. And I give everybody equal opportunity. I make no judgments. But what I knew early on is that if it feels like a fight mm -hmm. and it feels like a battle, and I'm getting this uneasy feeling at the mere thought of engaging, let me just pause. Mm -hmm. For me, my life has been engaging with challenging leaders. Yeah. So that's not the piece. But when I feel like who I am and my core values are being compromised, it means we have to make a decision. And when we got to that space where I felt like what they needed from us required me and our team to give up the respectability of who we are and how we serve and what we're committed to, mm. it was easy to leave the money on the table. Yeah. Because I don't want to sell my soul just for the dollar. Yeah. And it doesn't mean we have to agree and it doesn't have to be easy work, but at the very root of it, I have to know you respect me, mm -hmm. that you have value or you see the value in what I do and what the team delivers and it wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Not to the degree that a partnership requires it. And so we walked. Bye. We should sing that song that we sang together Saturday. I saw you and him walking <laughs> in the rain. <laughs> Not, that's a business song. Not Nobody a business song. About it. Google it. Google the lyrics. <laughs> So um, there, there have been many times in business for me, and we are talking about business. 13th Avenue Media is a boutique social media company where we, um, we encourage our, our companies that we work with to bring out their best selves with their brands and educate about their brand. And there have been some difficult conversation over the last few years, I would say, in um, how we want to draw the line somewhere, um, maybe not have a conversation on social media about something that is very heated or 
has a lot of emotion around it, you know? And there, that's when, you know, when you said that you take a pause, that is a practice. It is. Take, see that? <laughs> it is. It is. It is a practice, and um, you know, speaking of podcasts, I was listening again to Oprah. I listened to her a lot, and she was interviewing um, Deepak Chopra. And I would say that the thing today for me in my life, and I think that you um, would probably be aligned with the same, is not so much anything that's going on in the world as much as how it affects us and then how we respond to it. Mm -hmm. And listening to Deepak Chopra, he said he hadn't had a fight with his family in 30 years. Bless his heart. <laughs> that, right? That is, some, that is some serious work and meditation and practice. And intention. And intention. Yeah. And I would say that for the last year, at least for me, um, uh, intentionally, that has been a part of my practice. I am nowhere near it. Yeah, it's intentional. I mean, you know, I think about all of the dynamics, all of the issues we're navigating around the world, stuff that's happening globally. Yes. And the fact that if I posted every single thought that I had on social media during the time that I was having those thoughts, folks would probably think I was absolutely crazy. <laughs> right. But I would have been like, yes. yeah. Yeah. And, and it can be anything that's emotional, yes. especially as leaders. We have to be mindful yes. when other people are watching us. Yes. We have to be mindful of what we publish. Right. We don't have to be so careful that we don't address sure. the difficult topics, but we surely have to be mindful of how other people are following mm -hmm. our lead. Mm -hmm. I'd rather incite wisdom or incite mm -hmm. engagement in the community or incite deep thinking right. than I would incite violence. Or anger. Or anger. Yes. Because that's those are toxic. Yes. Emotions. Yes. They happen, but they harm us yeah. when we harbor them for too long. Yeah. So, yeah, we do have to be. I'm intentional. Even with my family, I'm intentional about the emails I get, the text messages I respond to, the phone mm -hmm. calls I get. I get to choose, especially if I'm in a certain place, when and how I navigate conversations. Sometimes I don't have that luxury. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just have to sit back and breathe deeply and mm -hmm. listen, but we get to choose how we respond. And that is freedom. That's freedom, the choice. We have the freedom to choose. And that's something that we sometimes underestimate the power of choice. Yes. Someone else can do whatever they want, however they want. How you and I respond to it, that's a choice. And that is an intentional choice. Intentional, absolutely. Sure. And I know the choices I've made in my own life and in my own business, they come with a consequence. So if I am going, I never post anything until I take a long pause. I want to post it immediately. That is just human nature. 
right? And if we're talking about social media, we're talking about branding, we're talking about freedom, we're talking about leadership, you know, how we present ourselves in person and how we present ourselves online is very, very important. Yeah. And my intention, something I have to think about, the deeper the impact, the greater the impact, the longer the time I give it consideration. Because I don't want anyone to think that I'm attacking them. Oh, I can be critical of behaviors mm -hmm. and the effect of those behaviors, mm -hmm. but I don't want anyone to feel like I'm trying to rip them apart. Right. Whether it's someone who works with me, someone in the family, or one of our clients. Yeah. Even as we part, mm -hmm. how we part, speaks volumes about who I am as a leader. Are you listening? <laughs> it's growth. So it's growth. It is growth. It's growth. So let's talk about that growth, right? I mean, I for sure was not anywhere near that years ago. Mm -hmm. This That's why I always go back to saying this is a practice. That's right. right. This is a practice. So everything, every mistake, every... Oh, maybe I could have done that better, or maybe I could have said that better, or maybe I could have uh, posted that differently. I've learned from all of that, yeah. right? And so, as much as I, especially as somebody who's originally from New York, you know, quick, I want to just, but now I've had to unlearn <laughs> what I did learn uh, at one time as a boss, as a leader, to be. Um, to almost come across as like this strong and I was told in New York that I needed to wear a red suit mm. when I was going out to bring on new physician practices because it showed that I had power and that I was a leader. You know, it turns out I don't look good in red. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like every time I put that red suit on, I felt terrible. Right. But, um, and being a leader and, and feeling freedom uh, within your own business, within your own life, is to really make a lot of mistakes and learn from those and be intentional about growing, right? And not feel the need to hide them or be ashamed yes. of them, even though having that vulnerable space mm -hmm. is something people have to earn the right to get access yes. to. Not everyone has earned the right to be on the insides of our lives. Right. And then when we choose, we're ready and willing to share openly and more publicly. That's a choice we get to make. So I'm with you, Sharon. I had to grow to the space of being mindful, more mindful and more intentional about how I engage, how I respond. Mm -hmm. My mom was here visiting yeah. uh, within the past couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And she was laughing about how I was as a teenager. I was a pretty compliant young child, but as a teenager, I was rather rebellious. <laughs> and she would say to me, I know I've heard it too many times, she would say, well, Fern, if you don't get it together, your mouth is going to be your ruin. I had a response, at least internally, right, to everything. And she could see it on my face mm -hmm. and sometimes hear it from me, but she's still the queen. And I think about that. I can just say whatever I feel like and think. People can just take it or leave it. But as a leader, it's important to me to make sure I'm giving consideration to how it impacts others. 
how I say what I say, the tone I use, my body language. Yes, I have the freedom to do whatever I choose, mm -hmm. but as a leader, it's important that I take others into consideration. I don't have to lose myself in that. Mm -hmm. That's growth, that's maturity, that's leadership. That's not just doing it for others' benefit, but doing it for my growth and development. Mm -hmm. And for leaders, my strongest suggestion is to give yourself time and space and intention around crafting what you say, how you say it, and being mindful of how it impacts those you serve and those you lead. Oh, it's so good to hear that because it is so true. You know, um, that pause, that 24 hours, that not responding right away, mm -hmm. that not calling right away, that asking for a meeting the next day, yeah. all of those are so you, us, we, can incorporate some personal development. Yes. And some time and space with maybe a higher source than yourself to give you some freedom to have the right message and come across that you would be proud of. Not only that you would be proud of, that your employees would feel proud of, that your parents would feel proud of, that your children would feel proud of. Because, you know, if I could tie that back in again to social media, whatever you put out there, you will have to answer for that at some stage. So you have to be intentional about whatever you put out, whether that be in person or online. And you know, the beauty of it all is, as leaders, when we put out something and it doesn't settle well or it is way off, but we put it out there anyway, we get to choose to come back, apologize, mm -hmm. clarify, mm -hmm. restate, not run away mm -hmm. from. So my heartburn is always with, I misspoke. No, you said what you said. Come back as clearly as you said the first message yeah. and clarify or apologize or put some more substance and content around what you really meant that you might have left out the first time. Yeah. And that's just as important as putting out clear messages intentionally, initially. We all make mistakes. Come back, own up to it. Yeah. It's not about perfection, it's about persistence. Yes, well, I could not have said that any better. That's why you're here. I'm glad I'm here with you. Well, I, I realized today that the attention span of the world is about 20 minutes. Yeah. What do you think? You think it's about 20 minutes, guys? But we're going to um, hopefully continue this conversation. But I think that the reason I reached out to LaFern to have this conversation today is very purposeful because 13 means a lot mm -hmm. to me. To this company, to Alyssa, um, this being the supermoon tonight, there's been a lot of tension for a good two and a half years now, I would say. There's some challenges that have come at us in life and in business, and I, I think that my, when I see you deliver your information, you can tell how much work you have done on yourself. Mm -hmm. As a woman, as a leader, and as somebody who accept, maybe not accepts others for who and where they are, 
but accepts that they might need a little more education from the firm baby. In leadership. I'm the instrument. It's a gift. I knew long ago that an educator is what my role is in this world. Mm -hmm. And so I consider it an honor and privilege to be able to serve others and help educate them. Let me just tap into this little bit of Latin I know. <laughs> so educate, educare, to bring out the best in others, to help them bring out the best of themselves. And that's what I'm there to do, not to give them something that they don't already have, mm -hmm. but to help them have the courage to excavate the best of who they are. And I'm honored to be able to serve in that role every single day. Mm. And that, my friends, is it for us on that note right there. Thank you so much for, thank for you, being Shannon. here today. And thank you for tuning in.